bitch bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And we are at our misogynist of the week. And who do we have this week? Well, I I don't know how many times have we picked this person. I don't, I don't remember the back catalog of all the misogynists of the week. But this can't possibly be the first appearance of Lena Dunham. This is the first appearance really? on misogynist of oh, the week. Oh, fair. We've talked about her Ugh, before. I'm so tired of talking about her. I'm sure everyone else is too. Um, but this week, and this is this is just, I mean, we would be remiss if we did not talk about this. Yeah. Lena Dunham has uh, come out and apologized to actress Aurora Pirino, who uh, had come forward last year, uh, earlier this, uh, or I guess November 2017, but, but a story from earlier this year, uh, bringing a rape uh, uh, account against one of the writers from Girls, uh, Marie Miller, at the time uh, of that uh, reporting, Dunham, uh, in fact, went and made a public statement disputing uh, uh, Aurora Perno's account. Uh, it went so far uh, as to to co-write a statement with Jenny Corner, her uh, production partner uh, and, and co-developer of Girls, to say that they had, quote unquote, insider information of the situation that made her certain that Perno had misreported the assault. And their letter even said uh, that, you know, sadly, Perrineau's account is one of the 3% of false rape accusations. I remember that. Uh, just she, really she, disgusting stuff. She, she discredited her in public. Like, con- like she ruined her reputation. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so now uh, the Hollywood Reporter, for some reason, has given her an unfettered platform to publish a guest op-ed uh, wherein she writes this apology letter, uh, and I, and just a couple of days ago, uh, Lena Dunham also appeared with uh, Aurora, uh, Aurora uh, Pirino's mother, uh, Brittany Pirino, at an event, uh, apologizing to her and alongside her on stage publicly. But Dunham, uh, Dunham uh, ri- uh, writes that. Uh, uh, well, she starts by writing about her own sexual trauma and says, you know, it's been a hard year for everyone as if she's trying to get sympathy. Me, me, me. And says that, in fact, her claim of insider knowledge uh, that would exonerate Miller was completely made up. The only insider knowledge uh, that they had really was uh, being friends with him. Uh, and in fact, she says that so all I really knew um was you know this is someone i thought of uh like a brother and and uh you know when the allegation came forward i i there was no way i could ac- i couldn't accept it and so you know i i wrote this um just really wild wild stuff i just okay so there's so many levels to her like this number 1 um I think there is sort of underlying this, the question of how is it possible for her? Should we forgive her? So should we, as I mean, granted this is between her and Aurora. I understand that, but on like sort of like this public level, since this is played out in public, so I can have an opinion. Um, We all can. 
how should should Lena Dunham be forgiven after she had apologized? No, absolutely not. I mean, if, if and why not? Yeah, and I, I mean, so for the individual who is uh, the subject or, or to whom the apology is directed, once accept the apology, that's one thing. Uh, and that's an apology for a very specific act to a specific person. But there is also the apology that she owes uh, uh, to everybody else who listen, who listened to her, who who gave her deference because of, uh, you know, being a, pu- a public figure and what she's done to influence our, our thinking or our view of, of this issue. And I think, Putting out there publicly, uh, you know, a, a denial of a rape accusation in the midst of the Me Too movement, one that's been brought forward by a young black woman who was 17 at the time of the rape. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I just give you a little uh, account of, of what the uh, actual underlying accusation was. So if um, uh, this may be triggering for you, you can uh, skip ahead. Um, uh, but. Uh, Aurora Perno's account was that when she was 17, uh, she, uh, Miller, who, uh, Murray Miller, who was 35 at the time, uh, and writing for girls, this was in 2012, um, that she at one point woke up uh, in his bed naked. He was on top of her having sexual intercourse with her and at no time had she given him any consent for any form of sexual contact. contact. Um, So, and and she um, uh, gave that statement while taking a polygraph. So I don't even know why she had to meet so many hurdles to, to be able to give that statement but okay um he for his part also lied and said that uh she had uh, only gone to the police after she had sought substantial monetary damages from him and he had refused a month later his lawyer said that it was a misunderstanding and said that neither uh perno nor her attorneys had ever made any demand for money so there, there was a complete smear campaign by lena dunham also by the guy being accused he was it was very clear um that this is not false. The whole thing around it, the backlash against her for reporting was manufactured. But you can imagine what a chilling effect that would have had on people coming forward to see a public figure like Lena Dunham uh, going after them like that. It also perpetuates the idea that there are false rape allegations uh, when you know we know statistically and socially and, and otherwise empirically that that is patently untrue. Uh, but it perpetuates that myth, and that's really fucked up. You know up. what I see? I see like I see like Lena Dunham being like mistress of the house on the plantation, and her husband, like the the massa, raped one of the slave girls, and she denied it. That's what it sounds like to me. Like the whole thing sounds like it would it could be like in some antebellum sort of 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 like play or show or something like that because that's exactly what she did she took the side of a rapist against a young black female and then or a young black woman and um and basically smeared her and ruined her career so you want to talk about how because basically what um parano has gone through has been um detrimental to whatever opportunities she may have had because of lena dunham's smear campaign and the thing is is that she she um corroborated with a rapist to smear his victim that's what she did there's nothing more Mm anti-feminist than that 
Well, and and uh, hell, it's anti-woman. Well, it, it's anti-decency. Yeah. It's it's it should be a crime. She should be sued. Is basically it be- for 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 that kind of defamation. That's real defamation for sure. And and this and it's not even just to say we we believe him or we prefer his version of the events. There was no version. You know, it wasn't that. In fact, she she went so far as to manufacture that there was insider information, and now says that she possessed that was a blind that rather it, there was I claimed that, but rather it was a blind faith in a story that kept slipping and changing and revealed itself to mean nothing at all. Um, you know, and so it, it yeah, completely manufactured smear campaign, absolutely defamatory uh, towards Aurora Perno. Um, and and further to that, I mean, I don't know why anyone. So there's apology for survivors that's owed. There's an apology for uh, Aurora. There's apology for the Me Too movement that's owned. And, um, you know, so, it's, you know, it's it's broader than that. But but also, I don't know why anyone would ever work with Lena Dunham again or put her in a position to have staff. This was a staff writer on girls that she protected at the expense of other women. And, you she know, protected that bottom line, man. Well, but who who the fuck cares? Like the show was over by the time this allegation came forward. But it makes me question that if the show were running and she was in charge that she has not have the wherewithal to actually like live what she supposedly uh, alleges to preach. There's no accountability in her framework, um, and she doesn't have the capacity to even like look at these things from a position of pa- like looking at power and power dynamics and how they play. And as an employer, as someone pro- employing many people, and she has a show now on HBO called Camping. Like I find that extremely worrying and disconcerting her and Jenny Croner as well, who also, you know, is, is involved in a number of different shows from a managerial perspective. Um, so I think anyone working for them should be a uh, very, Oh, camping uh, is hers. Camping is her. She wasn't as involved in it, but she did write and co-produce it. She was sick while it was being done, so she was in and out why of hospital. But it, yeah, why is it that she gets so many chances? That's a, I, that's a that's a really good question because I don't understand why she her her shows aren't funny. This this is the thing she doesn't produce good work, and so fundamentally, that's number one. Okay, mm-hmm. she really doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, any like girls could only exist in the time that it it could not exist now we're I, just in a different time frame yeah. it's a different so pre-donald trump girls could exist post-donald trump i don't think it can i mean i think girls had a lot of good things going for i don't it. know what they were i i just don't i i i've watched like three or four episodes of it and i'm like oh my god this is just so bad and <laughs> I know people love it and whatever. Like it's the same thing way I feel about Friends. I don't think Friends but, was that funny. Well, but but, but it's a question of total control of a creator over a show, and she was given way too much latitude and any criticism she had. Like this is like the you know whatever hundredth and like apology she's had to issue over over things that she's done because she and it's not to say that women as creators shouldn't get 
uh, free reign. Or sh- I think no one should be show running a ro- sh- any show with that much power without being uh, like checked or some sort of. I mean, the most uh, the most cringeworthy thing in Girls was when she cast Donald Glover to deal with the fact that there were no black people on Girls, and then made his character a Republican uh, just to be like, look how subversive we were being. We have a black Republican on our show, That's which is just show total was just, bunk. It was just not that yeah. good to me. It was just like. It's like, let's be subversive. I'm like, but it's naked, so it's mm-hmm. not really subversive. The other- like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like secrecy and, and, and obscurity is kind of the point. But I mean, that's also HBO is, is a weird place for that sort of shit. But you think Issa Rae got that many chances? Well, I think everyone wants to be in the Issa Rae business right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, because she had to perform off the jump. That's the thing is that is that there's no way that Issa Rae would have gotten gotten that many chances to make such mediocrity and to say the shit that 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 Lena Dunham always gets in trouble for. Mm-hmm. And she's a repeat That's offender. Thing, for sure. That's she exactly is a repeat it. offender. She hasn't taken obviously any steps to learn, to grow, to do anything. And that's why for her, for me, there's no redemption. Mm-hmm. There's no redemption for her. Like I also don't just, think Aurora uh Perino has has even accepted the apology. It is kind of just weird that she would invite the mum on stage I, to apologize and this was during the uh, Hollywood Reporter which is she's the same pressuring publi- her to the same publication that posted the a letter of apology that ha- were holding a women in entertainment event and that's where uh, Brittany Perino the mom was invited on stage for Len- Lena Dunham to uh, recite essentially to, and restate to, her apology. to do her performative re- apology yeah. that's the other thing about Lena Dunham is that she's just so performative mm-hmm. she can't do any she can't be real so you don't even know what's real with her. Like everything is a performance that's wrapped around her and how she feels because she's that self-absorbed. And she is so self-absorbed in an industry that allows her and encourages her mm-hmm. to fuck up mm-hmm. in such a way that is insulting, mm-hmm. you know, to to members, specific members of society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Well, and it's all about centering herself. Like, even in her apology, she says, you know, right, I have the inside information. I was blind faith. She goes on to say, I wanted to feel my workplace and my world were safe, untouched by the outside world. A privilege in in and of itself, privilege of ignoring what wasn't hurting you. And I claim that safety at cost to someone else, someone very special. Well, I mean, obviously not that special. Yeah. And a little like hugely too late and safety for yourself. But what about safety of other people around you uh, and the other people who are now uh, in the the, uh, crosshairs of this abuser? So when Miller's lawyers claiming a misunderstanding apologized and admitted that neither quote, neither Ms. Perrineau nor her attorney. Yeah, we about that. Yeah. Um, have ever made a demand for money, unquote. Where the fuck was Lena Dunham then? Where was that apology then? Well, she retracted the initial statement after they published that co-letter with her and Jenny Kerner, but it was, you know, because of the backlash. But I don't think it was informed by anything. And that's why she means the story started slowly changing and slipping away. But See, this all of is that what is just Lena bullshit. Dunham does, and is she's, that yeah. she constructs her own narrative around her own fuck-ups. Mm-hmm. And given enough time, she'll come out with a book about how she feels so bad and it's all about her 
and her trying to position herself in this crazy world and her and this performative shit. I want to go back to this mother thing because it this mother thing really bothers me because I really do think that that's Lena Dunham just trying to pressure uh, Aurora to um, to ad- accept her apology. So she's bringing her mother on stage. Mm-hmm. That's bullying. Mm-hmm. So even in her apology, she's bullying. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? This woman. Also like making. Yeah. Anyway, making the apology and her uh, the fixation instead of like giving space to the person who has had to live through all of this. And, you know, not centering it on uh, Aurora's experience. Like, I mean, fuck the Hollywood reporter for this entire framing and for giving this platform to Lena Dunham. Um, but she, you know, yeah, the, the whole thing is really bunk recently. And, and I don't know why she is still gets the platform that she does recently. The cut did an extended profile on Lena Dunham, who has been, um, a bit more out of the public eye in the last few um, months because of uh, health issues she had. Um, she has endometriosis and had a um, elective hysterectomy uh, this year. So was kind of laying low for health reasons, but I guess it's trying to make her um, way back into uh, the public light. And as I said, camping uh, her show on HBO is out. And, you know, you this profile, like I don't know that it was earned or interesting or necessary but you really see and just you know all the same things on display like you know i was telling erica the the one the one quote that i think is a horrible um but perfect encapsulation of like what she thinks her blind spots are you know and like she she's like well people think i'm a racist but if they only knew how badly i wanted to fuck drake they wouldn't think so it's just like just that sort of disgusting, oh, sensationalist shit Lord. that she's always known for. But the whole focus of the cut piece is that she's been more self-reflective, that she wants to see, you know, like how her actions affect other people. But I've, she, I've she heard just her, doesn't get it. She I've just heard this from it. her before. Yeah. Like I've heard she, it was some other major fuck up she did. Um, and she's like, well, I just want to be more reflective and blah, 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 blah. You know what? I'm just tired of her performance every time. I mean, maybe don't tell us that you're being reflective and just go do it and then come back and like tell us how it turned out. Like, I guess that it's a process, but you're not owed shit. You've got plenty of money. You can go, uh, you know, live under the radar, um, for, for a little bit. Like it, you know, it's, um, it's just wild but there's just so many things that she said uh over the years that the drake thing is one of them uh, that she said in a different interview but this just like, sort of reminded me of it you know saying she's thin for, uh for like detroit which is just like another you know coded racist bullshit thing um you know and she just has and and she's not really like owning any of these past actions um and i don't know that she has she's still finding excuses. She still uses the same excuse that she went to an elite New York private school that wasn't very diverse as the explanation for why she, her show and her work is not reflective of diversity, which is like, you have to like also, but also you are a universe, like you left one New York is a diverse base. So you were 
always, you know, by virtue of that, always exposed to different aspects of diversity. Yes, you had a sheltered existence, uh, but then, you know, you also went to a liberal arts college. Like, you would have been exposed to work from different, and you ought to have been. And if you weren't, you should at least know enough to know that those were your blind spots well before HBO gave you a show. And then why the fuck would HBO give a show and let a showrunner have free reign over that level of, of casting without ever being like, uh, hey, is this really what we want to be putting out into the world? I, you know, again, it's that, it's that, you know, I can screw up as many times as I want to as mm-hmm. long as I say sorry, it'll all be okay. And, you know, that's what that's the standard we use for white women is that once you say sorry once you apologize it'll be all be okay and then the people who don't want to accept the apology us the people of color who who are the women especially the women of color who don't want to accept the apology we become the problem it Mm -hmm. is it is maddening to me so now people watch if Aurora does not accept that apology, people are going to be like, well, why is she not accepting the apology? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, as though it's her as though it's her duty to accept Lena Dunham's apology. And that's the thing. Just because you write a wrong does not make you um, it does not mean that you're owed some sort of a gratitude or b forgiveness. No, nobody's owed that. Mm hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm still scrolling through that cut profile. It's just so outrageous. It's awful. Uh, you know, she's like, I got a new little black cat. I want to call her Rosa, but I'm afraid people will think that I mean Rosa Parks and there'll be a backlash. It's like, first of all, you clearly sort of did already think about it. But people's aversion to backlash. I mean, it's like Aziz Ansari is touring again, which whatever. Fine, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm weird about it but then i heard what he's actually talking about and all of his a big chunk of his stand-up routine is saying that wokeness and political correctness have gone too far like he's right because that's the real fucking seinfeld over here it's not it's not the fact that a whole bunch of white supremacists are marching on parliament hill that's well i think for aziz from aziz's perspective he means about the the i uh, understand yeah yeah but but but, it's like well you need to look at that from like just because you were uh, in the a target like a target or a fixation of a conversation that was really important and timely and needed to happen and you didn't like how you were spoken about does not mean that the conversation was pointless moot and had gone too far and don't and you're not a martyr of wokeness because you had to look at yourself for an extra minute you know as someone in the public light there's some serious whack wokeness going on i gotta say i mean i I am just um, like progressives, especially millennial progressive. Well, all progressives, let's be honest, all white progressives have have to do like a look in the mirror. I got to I got to be honest because um, progressives in general and really what do you stand for and how does it how is it reflected in your daily life? If you say that you stand for women's equality, then then do something like basically what I'm saying is, you know, if you say that you believe survivors, if you say the things that you say and you don't live it in your daily life, you're whack. You're a hypocrite. Mm. That's basically I'm not saying that there aren't difficult choices and it's fair to go through 
the um to go through those choices with a certain level of awareness and that's fine and i'm not saying it isn't fine to fuck up it's fine to fuck up but lena dunham and people like that just say sorry so they can move on mm-hmm. and even just say sorry so they get yet another another sort of round of media to talk about themselves mm-hmm. well and, and absolutely talk about themselves and then like you know wedge in all the things that they think owe them like deserve them cookies yeah you know she's in this piece she's talking about just just to be illustrative to your point talking about more you know she's talking about the megan kelly blackface controversy and it's just like i'm very proud to report that i've never worn an ethnic costume (laughs) okay okay i'm done okay so Uh, (laughs) sorry anyway yet again i've read it for you so you don't have to Uh, read it and uh and what's the other thing you always say don't give them them clicks uh no what do i say i don't know heroes well, I've never, if, if you, if Lena Dunham has ever been your hero, you can like, you really need to reevaluate your entire fucking life. <laughs> All right. And on that positive note, we're out of here. Uh, find us on Facebook forward slash bad and be podcast, Twitter at bad and bitchy, Instagram at bad and bitchy pod. Uh, our Patreon, please subscribe. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash bad and bitchy and email us at bad and be pod at gmail.com. On that note, bye. bye. bye.